Laugh, laugh, please, please. The ESC podcast you never knew you needed. Because you didn't. Hello again and welcome to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast, Laugh, Laugh, Please, Please. The usual team is here and present. Boys, how are we doing today? Not bad. No? Not bad? I, I've been better, but I've been worse, so I'll take it. Yeah, I've seen better days. <laughs> You're so easy to please, Sam. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I am, actually. <laughs> when you think about it, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, lovely. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. But since the week behind us gave us a lot of new entries, we need to get going and start the show. John, will you take it away? Sure. Let's turn on the engine. Here are all the news in What's the Tea, Barbara Pravi. The Netherlands selected Estienne as this year's representative for touring back in December. The singer made a name for herself with her alternative pop music style and says her song is a tribute to the sadness and memories that you carry with you. This week, the country released her song The Diepte, The Depth. The song will be in Dutch, which has been missing from Eurovision since 2010. I like that this song is in Dutch. I think okay, okay. one point. <laughs> one point Dutch. Uh, I like the variety, but I'm still the f- a, a ballad. It doesn't really do much for me. And because I don't speak Dutch, I'm not sure if the lyrics are something I can relate. I could have yeah, translated the that. The title is The Depth. Yeah. <laughs> but am I deep? Am I profound as a human? No. <laughs> I'm very shallow no, and no I'm comment. very proud. <laughs> She's just the surface. <laughs> so, exactly. What you see is what you get. So The Depth really does not speak volumes for me. <laughs> I like the song, but I'm not sure if it's anything really special. And again, we I think we discussed this in the past. We got a video very nicely produced, a song mm-hmm. that is sleek, whatever. We have to see this on stage and then see what the actual ah, deal yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, of course. I think they all, all played quite safe when they do the internal selection because they kind of hone in on the like the music, like the lyrics, the artist. They create a very good package most of the time. <laughs> Bulgaria, anyone? <laughs> They create something good ready for Eurovision. So we'll have to see. Probably there's a concept behind this that's going to work well on stage, I hope. Yeah, Netherlands has been, to my taste, very good in the recent years. Yeah, and I I feel like the zero points from last year was so unfair. Oh, don't even get that. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're we're not going to drift away to the bitterness of last year, but. (laughs) We'll have an episode for last year. (laughs) Yeah, that's very, very true. Then we will discuss it. Um, But meanwhile. Let's yeah, let's let's see how okay. uh, Holland does. So yes, we can move on. Okay. After being absent for two years, Montenegro is back to Eurovision. For their grand return, the country has chosen singer Vladana Vucinic to represent the nation in Turin. The artist will be singing Breathe, dedicated to her mother. This is the sixth time Montenegro brings a song in English for the contest. Will this be the year that they go through the final? We shall see.
This sounds like the kind of song that either grows on you or that you just don't like at all. I don't think this is an instant, instant crush. Yes. Yeah. Irrelevant. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It, I think sure. it's the kind of thing that you maybe need to get used to to then kind of understand it and appreciate mm. it. Right now, it does little to nothing for me. For me, it sounds like a soundtrack of something like a fairy tale, something like some Dungeons and Dragons uh, oh. live action series, something like that. Very fairies and princesses and knights. It has this uh, fantasy type of vibe, and it's not something I'm into. So, <laughs> period. 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 So, it's not something that I would necessarily go to, but yeah, maybe you're right, Sam. Maybe it is something that I need grow? to. I'm not sure. I but I'm, go- I'm willing to give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, all, I always fair. give them a chance, and then when they are all out, I would listen to all of them. I will try not to skip them because I might be missing Pearls. Uh, there yeah. in, in, in the midst of all the, the trash. Uh, <laughs> not saying they are trashy this year. No, 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 no they're, no, they're no, not. We understood that, okay. We okay. have been following Eurovision for years and years. We've seen worse. Oh, oh yeah, we've yeah. seen worse. This is not. So. <laughs> Anyway, it might become a better song, it might be, but it's the same case as Netherlands. Yeah. Song, produced, singer, blah, blah, blah. But the Netherlands video. feels modern as yeah, 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 one. This, that's why I'm saying yeah. it feels fictional. Feels like something that was composed <laughs> for something, like for a movie or for a series yeah, I mean, or I think for they something. Are trying to, as you always criticize them for, use a bit of the ethnic. Yeah, yeah, and they it. do. And so ah. I think they tried to make a bit of ethnic modern. But, but it was not just yeah. like, but the ethnic, ethnic in this thing, like, I mean, there's a, 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 like a traditional instrument, instrumental yeah. okay. in there the is, song, but that's so. why I think in this case, because it doesn't feel originally ethnic, it doesn't feel like it came from mm-hmm. you know, originated, mm-hmm. it feels like more of a fairy type of mm-hmm. a sound. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. That's why for me, the first association was the first connection was with a fairy background, mm-hmm. princess and knights and shining armor and stuff like that, rather than like a traditional folkloric element. It has this like a flute type of instrument but it doesn't sound authentic uh, folkloric yeah, it's a fake flute yeah it's just used but not but it's not play it, it doesn't play something that you can feel exists i, I don't okay. know it, it just it, my mind went there it, it feels very fictional spain and italy are getting company in the big five with germany and france who chose their song last weekend the German broadcaster left it completely to the public to decide which song should represent them this year. The people have spoken and we will be seeing Malik Haris in Turin with the song Rock Stars. Well, we, we used to be the rock stars I never thought of no heart into this thing we could lifestyle I wish there was a way to go back dreaming Remembering it so hard when time is moving so fast, wish there was a way to know that we're in. I like this. I like this very much. It brings a smile to my face. <laughs> Why do you say like so shy? Yeah, like, like we're, we're going not... to hate for that. <laughs> As if it was a bad thing. Because I think I think it brings out something like very organic from me. <laughs> this, song, this morning when, when I was when I was I was <laughs> Oh that's why I'm saying it so shyly. That's why. <laughs> I feel very attacked. Um, no, but this morning when I was when I was um, checking this song and cutting the snippet, I saw it originally in like the editing program. So I did not have any visual stimulants when I was listening to the song, and it felt like it felt like a hug. 
<laughs> the song is very nice. I really, really like it. I like the sound of his, his voice, although it does remind me a little bit of Ed Sheeran, which is, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just how it sounds to me. Not a joke, just yeah. a fact. It's <laughs> just a fact. And I think it's an adorable entry. And I really, really like this for Germany this year. Yeah, Big Five are surprising me this year through and through. I'm a wow. I'm surprised. <laughs> a wow. <laughs> a wowzers. I, I like the song. I think it's it's the kind of song I would like outside of Eurovision. Yeah. But as with many songs this year, I think countries are going into the radio friendly, which most of the time doesn't work on stage, I would say. I, I'm a bit scared for some of these hopeful entries. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like the song. I, I, I and The performance was nice with the dad crying in the audience. I mean, oh, that was not design. Yeah, that was just <laughs> a cameraman who caught they the were moment. spraying water on, on, on his eyes. But I don't know. I liked it. He's very charismatic, like young and playing the instruments. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was, it was nice. Right, I agree with you. I don't know how that will look on stage in Torino. I'm not sure how charismatic he really is for that for a stage that big. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. If they pull out a, a 2018 Germany kind of thing with uh, <laughs> You Let Me Walk Alone. Oh, oh, that one. Was... That will pull all of the strings. Yeah, for, for you for especially, me. then you will be the dad crying. We will do oh. a re- uh, uh, <laughs> not his dad. No, 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 no. Oh. We will do a reaction video with your face. <laughs> As your reaction podcast, you can just hear me sob and sniff my yeah, ugly cries, not and all. <laughs> the performance was really nice. Like I saw it when it was happening. I liked it. It was very simple. It was just him in a small stage with his. I don't know what to call it. Not a piano, but that. Uh, a musical, a musical instrument <laughs> with his musical instruments okay. because he had a lot. Uh, but yeah, it was really nice, really sweet. So maybe they can do the same thing in Turin, hopefully. Yeah. To wrap it all up, fun fact the artist shared in an interview that the song was inspired by a quote from the show The Office. Let's move on to Romania. Romania welcomed 2022 with a whopping 45 acts competing in their selection process. After two semifinals and one grand finale, on Saturday, WRS emerged victorious with his Latin-inspired song, Yamame. All the fuzz for this. It's incredible how some countries decide to select or you know pick up all of the songs that they are sub- that are submitted to them and start doing semifinals with that like raw material. <laughs> Forty-five songs, and you end up with this. I'm sorry. Like it's very catchy. <laughs> it's catchy, like like COVID catchy, like yeah, like COVID. <laughs> It's catchy, but you don't want to have it near. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. You don't no, want no, it to no. catch you. <laughs> I would run as far, and I don't run. I would run from this song. If we see you run ever, we will call the police. Yeah, Yamame. Because Yamame is catching up with you. I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. It's no not way. my cup of anything. I'd rather die of thirst. Thirst. <laughs> very, very same feelings towards this song as well. I was appalled. 
<laughs> this is trash. This is a traditional <laughs> Euro trash. So if they yeah, were going for this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in in uh, Eurovision, you know, we, we, we see it from here. <laughs> yeah, in Eurovision, we see it. We see it a lot. We throughout the 2000s, we saw it so like, every year. Majority. Yeah, I we've been past that already. Like obviously oh, not. not oh, this is maybe maybe uh, you know knocking on the nostalgia doors. <laughs> But this is the bad kind of nostalgia. Very, very bad. No, no, no. This is this is trash. This is just trash. Although if they embrace it, if they properly embrace the trash and do like an ironic ah. type of thing mm -hmm. and embrace this moment and twist it on stage, it kind of can you can add a layer of significance to it. But other than that, do you think just they would? <laughs> I don't think they think as as, <laughs> as, far, as far as that. But <laughs> I think they took it seriously. But I hope yeah, objectively I they, they think they're doing that. I am. <laughs> I am trying. I am digging here to <laughs> to, okay. to, to them. excuse yeah. them. Like I am really, really trying to excuse them because this is just okay. crap. <laughs> Maybe the next song would. <laughs> Yeah, let's stop. Like, let's let's try. Gone. Yeah, let's not waste more time on this one. Oh my god. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move, move on. Yeah. The Dance Melody Grand Prix was back once again this Saturday with eight acts competing to represent Denmark this year in Turin. After quite the tight race, Danish-Swedish all-female band Ready took the win home with their song The Show, a rock tune with a dynamic progression that is sure to entertain. Fun fact, Ihan Heidar who's playing the drums for the band, was also the drummer in Eurovision 2012 when Soluna Samai represented Denmark with Should Have Known Better. Let's hear what they got. I really like this song. I didn't think I could have liked it better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say I didn't think I could have liked any of Danish songs. <laughs> but I like this one. I think it is very reminiscent of the end of the 2000s um, rocky songs, like um, a bit of light power more. That that kind of thing. Mm. It, it, that's the vibe it gave me. But also with the starting quietly and then building up to the rock moment, it makes it even better, and it will work better on yes. stage. On the stage. I also really like this this song and I'm all in for girl power uh, in bands so yes bring it on thank you very much Denmark but I also when when I when I was listening to the song I heard the the beginning the ballad bit and I was like another one really <laughs> what are we going to do this the how how much how much fun will, <laughs> will it be? What did Ballad do to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I, I'm expecting a show. I'm expecting to have a good time while watching Eurovision this Please year. Please tell me where Ballad touched you. <laughs> <laughs> Take the puppet and show us. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I was I was quite disappointed. But then with the twist when it happened, I was like, yay! Please give me more. So I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm happy for for this entry. After a nail-biting second place in 2021, expectations were high for what France would come up with this year to try and match a, such a good result. A new national selection was put together with 12 acts competing to be Barbara Pravi's successor, Televote and Jury split the decision and with top marks on the two halves, Alvan and Ares secured a spot in the Eurovision final in May. Their song Fullen is bringing back Breton to the contest for a second time since 1996. Don't sell 
say I have a soft spot for Ital- Italian entries in Eurovision. Well, uh-huh. on the opposite <laughs> spectrum, I do not have a soft spot for French entries. It's a very rough spot. <laughs> <laughs> I normally do not like French entries. I don't know. They just don't speak to me. <laughs> Because they, it's in French. Most of the time. Yeah. So the biggest <laughs> personal surprise for me this year is this entry. Because I freaking love it. <laughs> I am in love with this song. I think it's amazing. It's like love at first sight. I love the vibe. I love this electro sound. Everything is so great. And I and I was I also again was only listening to the song without any of the visual inputs. Afterwards, I went to see the performance and all that, and it was okay. Like you know, nothing that blew my mind. But just this music, this song, I love it. I love it. I'm in love. Yeah, so that's it for me. I'm, I'm here happy for you. I was so, I was, and I was also so surprised. Like, will has ever France surprised me like this? I don't think that ever happened. So here I am saying I love the French entry. Thank you very much. Wow, we will hold it against you. Probably yes, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's okay. Oh. I'm not in love with it. But I had a very big favorite in the French selection, That's and why. of course they didn't win. So anything with the would have won over them, I'm not gonna like at least for now. Also, I think I've seen this already this year a bit. From <laughs> done better. French Ugaida. <laughs> I, I love how I've, my, my 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 two ancestries have been touched upon. <laughs> With the, the, the Galician heritage and the French Britain heritage in the same year with three women doing the singing. Am I glad for that? Am I glad for a new language that has only been you know performed once before in Eurovision? Am I glad for that? A hundred percent. I love that <laughs> diversity. We love But it. But you are very represented this year. Um I wouldn't say that much. You're a hundred percent represented. Well, not, not that Eurovision, but like your your French side is represented, and then your Galician side, well, didn't they go didn't. through. Ah, but ooh, ah, how the turntables! <laughs> so, so I'm not that represented. Oh. Let's say well, I'm okay with my representation, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll take it. It's more than any other year, but <laughs> but yeah, I probably will get to like this song at its current stage. You're I'll still pass. hurting. You're I'll still pass. down. Yeah, but it's always the same. When your favorite doesn't win, a part of you dies. Anyway, let's move on. It's getting dark. Okay, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so after two years in the pandemic, hopefully we learned a thing or two about the importance of taking care of your health. Constracta made an interesting summary for us in her song Incorpore Sano. Winning the most points from the jury and the audience, the Serbian broadcaster will be sending this very interesting piece to Turin. Constracta had already tried her luck at Beovizia, in 2009 with her then band Zemlya Gruva, but wasn't as lucky. 2022 is her year, so let's listen to her entry. Mm-hmm. 
As a non-speaker of Serbian, I can only say I was baffled and confused by this performance. <laughs> I <Period>. love it. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> I love this entry. It is very um, conceptual. <laughs> I think I got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got that much. I love the text. I, I do understand Serbian. <laughs> I, I like the text. It's very it's very weird. It's very, you know, borderline crazy. But I'm here for it. I'm 100% here for it. I think it's very critical. And uh, I am very curious how the performance will be because the performance at Beovizia was, you know... Something. 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 <laughs> it was more of an art performance rather than like... A, a... Her hands was clean. After the performance. It was, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic when they said, you know, you have to sing happy birthday <laughs> twice while you wash yeah. your hands to be, you know, and now you have to sing in corpore sano <laughs> while you're washing your hands. I am very curious because this um, singer, this musician seems to be very creative, has a very different perspective, touch, um, art, like her artistic signature. So I'm very, very curious what she will bring and how this this performance will be designed in Italy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. I would dare to say that the, whatever they've done in Beovizia, I don't think they're going to change it because I think they already put a lot of thought into this. She can wash on the back. <laughs> the water. <laughs> She can be naked. She can, uh, you know, imagine yeah, take a shower. I, yeah, yeah. I think the, the concept here is, I don't know, they, they probably will reuse it. Whatever it means. <laughs> we'll see if after two more months of, of watching it, we'll get to, you know, at the bottom of this. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, John. Inspired by the Rasmus victory last week, we decided to have a closer look to check which countries came out on the Eurovision stage drawing their strongest cards. We will be listening to several songs performed by artists who had international recognition before appearing on the ESC. Since we had many new songs in the first part of the episode, this is a very reduced overview. But do let us know on our social media if this is of any interest to you and we will explore more of the countries that brought out the big aces. Ivana, you want to kick it off? Sure thing! The UK's favorite Eurovision sport, only second to finishing last, is sending some of their biggest names to the contest. Let's travel back to 1997 to check out one of the rare occasions this maneuver actually paid off. It was 1985 when American singer Katrina Leskanich shook waves all across the world with her smash hit Walking on Sunshine. Such a great hit was not easy to top or even match, and they didn't. But that was until 1997 when they won the Great British Song Contest, which granted them a ticket to that year's Eurovision, which was taking place in nearby Dublin. This is Love Shine a Light by Katrina and the Waves. must have all recognized this song as it of course came on top that year with a then record margin of 70 points over the Irish runner-up. The UK tried to replicate the formula in future years with very mixed results. In 2009 it was national treasure Andrew Lloyd Webber who wrote the song and played the piano on stage. In 2011 it was Naughty's boy band Blue. 
in 2012, Ancient Relic, Engelbert Humperdinck, and 2013 with Bonnie Tyler. This year, we're still waiting to know what their choice is going to be, but old habits die hard, and old British Eurovision acts die even harder. They done dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to call it like a routine or a, a habit, but it's something bad. The way they keep <laughs> digging these people out of their near graves <laughs> to say, oh, you, come, you'll represent us at Eurovision. You are famous ones. <laughs> it's a raffle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who are we bringing back from oblivion this year? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think with all the industry that the UK has, they should change the perception of what yeah. Eurovision is and how how uh, yeah. <laughs> it can influ influence their market in a better way. They yeah. have a lot of famous people that are famous across the world that they, you know, they are doing well. But for some artists that are, I'm not gonna say up and coming, but people that are established artists, but they are not the Dua Lipas or the Adeles. Yeah. yeah. Eurovision could be a big hit for them. They could they, start their career in a massive way. But this only shows to the fact that you need to pay attention to the act that you're sending and all the hype you're creating around the act. But this is not something that the act or the artist necessarily does it also the broadcaster and the PR team around this person who creates all of this hype and who designs how everything will be done in the in the Eurovision that year because yes UK has some of the most famous musicians out there right now but the thing is I think in their perception because they I don't know if somebody from the UK is listening please explain <laughs> this concept <laughs> because UK sends some of very dubious acts to Eurovision pretending like they do not want to participate or they're like too cool for school but they they still want to win they still feel like they they still feel bad when they receive zero points they <laughs> like, still come back and say yeah. like, oh Eurovision is all politics yes and they they, like they, they hate us like in Europe hate us so they give us zero points no we give you zero points because it you send us crappy acts <laughs> so, so if we could vote against a, an act we would vote against it because yeah. it's bad not because or of from a UK perspective, I think it's also the place where performers go to die, you know, like <laughs> Blue. <laughs> they were already, you know, were, barely existing. Yeah. And then they went to Eurovision and then they ceased to exist. <laughs> but uh, circling back to Katrina and the Waves, if I may. Yeah. I love that song. I think it brings smile to my face every single time. I've heard it millions of times. And even when I hear it now, it brings a smile to my face. So maybe this year, if they learned anything and if they do send a big ace to Eurovision, please make it as good as Katrina and the Waves. <laughs> are we asking too much, UK? Really? Are we? <laughs> I think they're trying, but they just can't. Like they, they don't manage to, to, to replicate the, the, the success. <laughs> Shall we move on? Sam, it's your turn. The next entry in our list comes from a Belgian singer that rose to fame at the very dawn of the new millennium. It's not like I'm giving you too many options. It's of course the one and only Kate Ryan. Her first album, in which she covered some of the greatest hits of French music, charted across the continent and gained her a huge reputation across European dance floors. While Miss Ryan was riding high in the wave of her chart-topping bops, she decided to submit a song for the 2006 Flemish pre-selection Eurosong 06. This is her winning entry, Je t'adore.
she became an instant favorite and the hype around her act was felt throughout the fandom. Is this another success story? Well, judge for yourself. Jutador placed 12th in the semi-final, only 7 points away from the final qualifying spot. Certified flop. Did she leave Athens empty-handed? She did not. She was awarded the coveted best dress prize by Eurovision's independent website ESCToday.com. Despite the small hiccup, Kate Ryan kept crowding clubs and parties with her next releases through the years. I was not that familiar with Kate Ryan's uh, body of work. Or body, period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, after we listened to several of her songs, I did remember like I, there is some musical memory yeah. uh, <laughs> that was sparked. <laughs> yeah, so, I think she was very famous in Western, like all across uh, yeah. the Nordics, the Benelux, the UK, France, of course, like all the French speaking countries. I also wasn't familiar with Kate Ryan. I'm, it, she didn't reach Asia. <laughs> so, <laughs> it needs a certain artist, I think, to reach. But her song, Jetador, is like, Mwah. okay, it's me. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Our next artist, we know her music, we danced to their songs, we got drunk to her beat. In 2013, Germany brought to the European stage Cascada, a dance music act founded in 2004 by singer Natalie Horle. Cascada is mostly known by her hit Every Time We Touch that took the world by storm in 2006. The German public decided Glorious will be their entry for 2013, hoping that some of Cascada's previous success will sprinkle down to their Eurovision game. Despite the high hopes and the status of favorites, Germany finished in the not-so-glorious 21st place with 18 points. Cascada was a big everywhere, I think. Oh, yes. Songs, yeah. The thing is, well... <laughs> she reached Asia. She was, she, but I don't uh, think she, she was. <laughs> That's our, how we're measuring this. Have they reached I'm, Asia? I'm <laughs> measuring it like that. <laughs> but do we really know Cascada? Or we knew her songs. Like, her songs reached everywhere. Yeah. When I saw her, I didn't even know what she looked like. No, no, same, same. same. I was familiar with her songs, with many of her songs, but I had never seen her face, I don't think. Yeah. My point here. <laughs> These songs work in a very specific context. This on stage, her singing with two backing vocalists and a flight of stairs, well, underwhelming, <laughs> maybe. The song is a bop. I think it's quite similar to Euphoria. Yes. Oh. So mm. it was too it was and too it was early. The year after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not gonna do Euphoria better than Euphoria. Only Euphoria can out Euphoria, Euphoria herself. Yeah. So <laughs> Was it good? Yeah, I liked her. She was very charismatic. She was actually quite a good singer. I, I don't know why I expected less from her, but I just did. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it worked in the Eurovision stage. John, any opinions? It took me a while to connect her and the singer from like the Every Time We Touch. Uh -huh. So I don't know her body of work. So. <laughs> Or her face of work. Or either. her face of work. <laughs> any of her. <laughs> Uh, I loved her songs before, you know, it was always a good party song, but I mean, it took me a while to connect. You know, good for Germany for trying. We applaud that. <laughs> At least they tried. 
Oh, and now a hopeful. This is uh, very recent. You will remember this, all of you, I, I presume. Last year, San Marino raised several eyebrows in disbelief with the announcement of the participation of the American rapper Florida. He sold over 80 million records worldwide, putting him in the company of some of the best-selling artists at the moment. He joined Senate on the stage in Rotterdam performing Adrenalina. According to the information on Wikipedia, Florida had provided vocals for the track from its inception, but his participation in the performance on the Eurovision stage was only confirmed on the day of the second semi-final due to travel restrictions related to Covid. Talk about adrenaline. I would have been in shambles. If you were whom? If I was Senit or any of the San Marino team. <laughs> I think Senit was banking all of her hopes on him being there oh, to help her yes. reach. Oh my god. Yes. Not the place she got. <laughs> but even with him, she was fucked. Yeah, it's yeah. he didn't help at all. At all. I if anything, he messed up her, ch her chances. <laughs> like, who that? Yeah, but no, but I, I, I praise San Marino for, for trying. And this is the definition of bringing your best aces best card to the game you that even you, can get. you give you even go yeah, across that, that, the pond that's the key word the best aces you can get you can, <laughs> yeah but you go across the pond to fetch an american rapper who has nothing to do with eurovision who's probably not even that famous in europe and who is currently pretty irrelevant yeah yeah no. i don't i mean i don't know i don't i'm not familiar with the scene you know rapping scene are you in, famous with his body of work <laughs> in, in united states to be able to judge whether he's relevant or not like, like, I don't know who is the most relevant rapper at the moment. Not him. Not I can him. tell you that. Um, but, uh, but still, I like San Marino. Wow, you they are really playing the game like they want to win. It didn't pay off, but they tried. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I'm also trying. I, I mean, but there's a point where you have to say, can I really keep praising this, in this case, country for trying when they've been trying for so long and still San no Marino, results? San Marino was not trying as hard. No. <laughs> UK, yes. UK, UK, maybe you can say they tried with once upon a time famous people many, many times and it didn't work out. But San Marino never, like, they got a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> in 2019, you Who know, got to them their best position yet. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I would and and it's, it's my guilty pleasure. So, hundred percent. That's a, that's for another day. We'll that's have to exactly. This. But still, what I'm saying, like at least this time, they fetched someone in the industry. You know. <laughs> Florida is Florida. I mean, I, I grew up, you know, listening Florida. I thought you were going to say I grew up with him. Like, what? Oh, you <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I, I, I would like, she was never going to win. Okay, shall we wrap up for this uh, main topic, summarizing that big aces do not work? <laughs> yeah, it's true that of all of these, it's not that we chose one that did and several that didn't. Is that most of the time it doesn't? No. Yeah. So yeah, countries need to start reevaluating. Is this is the path they want to go down? I mean, they can use someone who's already famous. It's, but it's not the answer. It's, yeah, not, yeah, it's, it's not. not the answer, and it's not the only element they should be relying on. Mm -hmm. 
when doing that type of maneuver. You, you mentioned the countries. I think you, you should mention UK. UK. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Singular. UK. I didn't want to just, I want to include all of them so that none of them would feel, you know, Left single-handedly yeah. objectified <laughs> with this comment. But yeah, UK, please. And also, a, a, just a small disclaimer. Uh, we chose these songs because we felt that they were internationally recognized before participating on Eurovision. We know that a lot of, uh, you know, there, there are some artists who became very, very famous after Eurovision. Mm. And also there are probably some artists in other countries who are very famous in their country, who are their big ace in their country, but they are not internationally as recognized as the one that we chose. So this was more or less our um, idea of who we want to present. But if you guys who are listening uh, have any ideas any suggestions or you have some of your favorites um, that you think that are big aces and should be represented you can let us know on our social media and maybe we can do a round two who knows maybe maybe it's <laughs> a huge maybe <laughs> <laughs> lovely anyway let's move on then. the time of the week is back the show you hate to love the game you love to lose at because it's not losing it's learning this is the common limit the eurovision association challenge that puts your ears to the test five snippets five seconds each one thing in common trying to recover from a loss last week john and ivana are back and let me tell you it's not becoming any easier shall we get the party started yeah let's get the party started i'm eager to win yeah well we good luck <laughs> good luck i love that for you i don't have high hopes but i'm eager <laughs> <laughs> okay let's hear the first snippet uh, i know this one <laughs> i don't know from when from where from whom from how okay let's next yeah next is one. that it ivana was flabbergasted yeah Okay, let's move on to the second snippet. Azerbaijan! 2011. I can't believe you used that one, Sam. Yeah. I'm using it out of spite. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Any more thoughts? Okay. A group? Yeah, of a male and female dressed in white because now I'm paying attention to everything. Sam doesn't like the song. <laughs> the common limit songs that uh, Sam hates. <laughs> Do you think I hate no, snippet I number don't one? Think the first one he doesn't he doesn't like hate it. The first one. Okay. Okay, shall we move on? Do you have any other comments? Any ideas? Not at the moment. No, okay, no, let's no. move on. Number three. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, this is working in tandem. <laughs> I hum, you sing, I recognize. <laughs> okay. Um, Do we have it? No. No? We don't. That that one is 1964, I think. It's 64 or 65. But she was wearing a a black dress and also i think if i'm not mistaken this footage no longer exists or something like that oh this is the lost footage the lost art i'm not sure but i, th I think i think it's this one uh, okay let's okay. go with the the, uh, the next snippet this is number four I will follow the and my and my this is malta 
the year i'm not entirely sure but i think it's 2013 is it Please? No, because no. <laughs> this is the year that this is the guy singing is the one that Sam likes. It's two thousand three, four. Because this is the guy that he likes. I know that. I, is the this one a, that is the this one, a barefoot? Oh moment? no, wait, the wait. one that dances like a. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing it. It's, it's not. Uh, it could be Malta, but I'm again putting it to a different. Um, I don't think it's Malta. Is yeah. it? Yeah. No, no. I couldn't. I'm putting it in a different. In a di- again, in a different performance. This is a barefoot like, moment happening again. Her tomorrow. <laughs> oh, time to follow her tomorrow. No, this that's is, not. This, this was the one that I had in my head, but it's not the same. Uh, no, 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 it's not. Yeah, yeah. This is where they had like the awkward green room moment, kind of like. Uh... Oh, then it's 2005 because the awkward green room moment was by Ruslana. She had like a flop in the green room, and that was it. And ah. she won in 2004, so it was organized in Ukraine in 2005. If that is what you have in mind, no, it's either three, four, five. I it's it's not recent, okay? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. You want to wrap it up with the yeah. final one? Yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Go. let's listen to the next Okay, one. here it comes. Final snippet, last chance. You are winning this race when I look. Oh, this is Sakis! This is Oh, Sakis Rumas! But in his second attempt, and his second attempt was in 2009. Okay. Yeah, because this was performed in Russia. What oh, do they have Sakis in common? Rumas, I love you. <laughs> Um, if you listen, sorry, I mean you can go, you can find. Wait, Sakisruas was dressed in white. White, yeah, that was gonna say white maybe, but the, you mentioned the old song was wearing black. Oh, yeah, she was so wearing black. Maybe it's the same as last week. <laughs> We're confusing. So. Maybe, maybe, but also the the image that I have in my head from from the Italian entry could have been from some other performance. Oh. From some other time, not necessarily on Eurovision stage. Oh. So we can give it a go and see what the clues are. How would he know that he was white if it's a lost? I don't know. Maybe is lost. Maybe he googled. Maybe there are some like pictures taken. <laughs> My grandpa told me he was there. Yeah. Uh, maybe white. I, that's the only one. Azerbaijan, Sakis. Wait, who, who else was the... In, in early 2000, everyone was wearing white yeah, and they were just like, you know, ridiculously let's try. trashy. Yeah, let's try. They were all wearing white. white. That's not correct. Okay. Uh, That's okay. too basic. I would never do that. I mean, barefoot. barefoot. <laughs> you didn't get it. So it was not as... It's the second time that you call that basic and you didn't get it. So how basic was it? Exactly. So we're going back to basic. We're trying to think like Sam. Mm-hmm. Basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The clue is that the common limit concerns the artists of these songs <gasps> they all they performed twice before yes yes wait 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 let's think regroup <laughs> Sakis performed twice yes Juliola as well okay. twice I think the one from Azerbaijan I don't I'm not sure but they I don't think they performed as a group both of them but I think at least one of them appeared again <gasps> okay let's go <laughs> You and... I'm sold. <laughs> You're cheap. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Yeah. They all perfo- They all. They are returning acts. That's our second. Yes. Guess. That's it. That's. Uh, okay. I'm not. I'm gonna give you. Yeah. Okay. 
that's not correct. Mm-hmm. But you need to be more specific they came about back- what you're saying. How many years has it been since for, for Zaki's? Okay, okay, let me put it that way. Put it this way. That is not correct, but what they all have in common is more specific than that. For example, they've returned three times exactly. That's not the correct answer, but I'm giving you that. They returned, but for a different country? Or no. Zaki's was the same, right? Zaki was Greece, both. No, but they returned in the span of X number of years. How so Sakis, when was Sakis for the first time? I think he was the first time in 2000. They returned after five years. Okay, in the span of five years. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> so to make it, to make the answer wider. Because I think he was in 2004. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. He was he was with Shake It in 2004, and then he returned in 2009. In 2009, yeah. Okay. So that's so five, five years. years. No? So they came back after five years after their first performance. That answer is incorrect. What? I'm sorry. What can you... They all returned to Eurovision to host Eurovision. <gasps> oh. <laughs> the first one, it's Etilia Rombly who hosted last year. Oh my God, Song yes. number two, of course, Azerbaijan, the guy. With the yeah, one he hosted, pre- hosted <laughs> he the hosted. next year. Tiliola Cinquetti presented alongside the unfathomable Toto Cotunia. And of Latvia, the from 2000 Brainstorm with my yes! star, who oh hosted. Hosted in 2003 <laughs> along Mary Ann after oh. she won. And the final one is, of course, Sakis, who hosted in 2006. Oh. So you were close, but no cigar. We were close. I'm very we sorry there. about that. Yeah. But you you were almost there. Like, yeah, it was in their capacity of how they returned. Yeah. True. Oh. True. Well, well, nothing. We're going to praise ourselves, John. <laughs> you, are, you are now 50-50, so your average is going down the drain, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, everybody listening, did you get this? Was it that difficult? Are they just dumb? I don't know. Let, let, let us know. I'm, I'm happy to know. Like, just you can... Well, I'm not going to say you can DM me because, well, DM the podcast uh, Instagram <laughs> and I'll check there if you really think they are dumb. Okay? I'll love to read that. <laughs> <laughs> you have something in common with our listener. <laughs> You'll have a common limit. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, that's it. That's it for, for this today. Week. Happy Women's Day, everyone. Yay, happy Yay, Women's yes. Day. Thank you. On behalf of, oh. <laughs> on behalf of all oh, yeah. the women out there, <laughs> we've struggled hard. <laughs> the fight continues. <laughs> happy Women's Day. It does. Follow us on Laugh Please Podcast on Instagram. Subscribe to our Spotify. Or reach out to our email at laughpleasesc at gmail.com. We want to hear from you, actually. For now, thank you and see you next time. Talk to you next time. Ciao. (laughs) Bye-bye. I'll I'll see them through the screen. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)